Hello, fellow brethren, and welcome to the podcast of Kadesh Family, Church of Tampa Bay, Florida. The message you're about to hear is a faith-filled message by Pastor Patrick Aqua, a beloved son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. Open up your heart, listen with faith, and allow the Word of God to bring positive change and transformation into your life. Happy listening. Put your hands together for Jesus. Want to high five your neighbor one more time? Say, neighbor, I'm happy to see you. Tell them you are seeing the next millionaire in Tampa Bay. Tell them that you see, you hear my name in the Tampa Bay Times, you know. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that was a wonderful summary. Amen. I even forgot I preached that last week about the chopsticks. If prayer is not working, it's not your fault. It's your fault. Because others are using prayer to command rain. Hallelujah. So, John chapter 5, verse 13. New Living Translation. John 5, 13. Are you happy? Are you blessed? Wonderful. Glory be to God. John 5, James 5, 13 says that, Are any of you suffering hardships? Wow. How many of you have suffered hardships in 2023? Oh, the year hasn't started. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Wow. Moments of happiness and moments of sadness. Do you understand? And you should respond to each one with the right response. Do you understand? So if you are suffering, you should pray. Don't go to the shrine. Don't go to Facebook. Don't go to Twitter to rant. Do you get it? Don't go to WhatsApp and rant and post funny comments, innuendos. Haters will always hate us. The Bible says that you should what? Pray. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there's an antidote for suffering. And that is prayer. And if you're happy, don't go and drink. Do you, do you understand? Don't be going to bump and grind in the nightclub. He says, what do you do? You sing what? Praises. So a Christian must know how to sing praises. Do you understand? Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come in. So when you're sick, it's good to call your pastors to pray over you. Do you understand? Because you don't know which disease is the one that's about to take you off. Anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. <coughs> Hallelujah. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you committed any sins, you'll be forgiven. So you see that sickness is also sometimes connected with sin. Do you understand? So confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed do you see what you're saying so verse 16 is connected to 15 okay so we see that a lot of unconfessions also bring sicknesses in our lives do you get it yeah so sometimes being able to say that look i'm sorry i did this i confess this is my fault do you get it and then praying for each other will bring healing to the body because a lot, a lot of sickness is also spiritual so it's a lot of poverty hallelujah the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces what? Wonderful results. Hallelujah. 
say my prayers will produce wonderful results do you get it and then the bible says elijah was a human was as human as we are yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain should fall none fell for three and a half years not even a drop do you get it then when he prayed again the skies went down rain send down rain and the earth began to yield its crops my brothers and sisters if someone amongst you wanders from the faith uh, if someone amongst you wanders from the faith wanders away from the truth and is brought back you can be sure that whoever brings back the sinner back from wandering will save that sinner from death amen but the scripture i want you to see is the bible says elijah was as human as we are and in the book of kings we read that he prayed that it should not rain and it did not rain i pray that you and i will have such ability to pray i mean think about it if you're able to pray for summer to turn into uh, if you're able to pray for florida's weather to be like california's weather or portland's weather i mean you live such a, a powerful man in town you pray that a, a particular president should die and the next day they die you pray that a particular economy should turn around and then that economy turns around you pray that a, pers a currency of a country should uh, appreciate and then supernaturally it appreciates won't you be you pray that someone's hair should grow and then next day the person hair grows <laughs> do, 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 do you get it yeah you pray that someone's hair should fall down and the person's hair falls do you get that is how powerful elijah was do you get it because elijah learned the art of prayer and that the art of prayer is the art of praying fervently the art of praying with everything within you do you understand fervency hallelujah fervency the prayer must be easy fervency is like spicy food you know when you eat spicy food you know you are eating a fervent food hot food do you get it there's a certain feeling that hot food gives no matter the heat you know but when you eat food with no salt no spice no pepper you you don't enjoy it and cold do you understand so i don't know why people say i don't like spicy food i mean well that's you but for me even my water must be a little spicy <laughs> yeah do you get it yeah chicken must be a little spicy do you get it? even if it's spaghetti i should have sprinkles of pepper flakes on it because when you eat you see it creates certain pathways in the brain and when you finish you feel like you've eaten <laughs> one day i was at work and the people said we should go for dinner so fancy nice italian italian restaurant they were raving about the food but for me, it did not hit the spot. You, you know, there's a cheese and tomatoes and just some dough. You know, so I, I told them that, look, frankly, if they are actually organizing any type of, they should cancel out Mexican and Italian. It has to be Thai or Jamaican or, you know, something with a little bit spice. That's for me. I don't know about you. Do, 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 do you get it? 
Yeah, but I like so you see, a lot of even you realize that movies with action. It's like a fervent movie. I remember one day. Are you with me? We were watching movies at school. It was a boarding school, so on Friday nights we all watch movies. All the boys go and watch movies, and they, they you don't show on fervent movies because you see number one we didn't even understand the English. And, and the comments and the subtitles. They didn't have subtitles and the plot. Because the context of the movie is foreign. Do you understand? Oh, when I was in Springsdale, where we were growing up, something like Springsdale. What is in Springsdale? Because sometimes you have to know the cities to make it even I appreciate the movie. But there were certain movies that were fervent movies, like Chinese Kung Fu movies. So, one day, we were watching a certain movie. And um, the first scene of the movie was a guy was flying in the air with his feet like that. And he was going for someone's head. <laughs> flying all about 50 feet or 100 feet. And then the person just swerved. And the guy's feet hit a big tree and the tree broke into two. I said, my goodness. <laughs> this is a movie. I mean, come and see the screaming. <laughs> I mean, just the beginning. <laughs> and the noise in the dining room, it was not a small thing. Do, do you understand? It, it was not a small thing. We were so excited. Fervent. Fervent. Fervent interview. Fervent proposals. Do, 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 do you get it? A proposal that means you are proposing. Not a suggestion or a recommendation. But a real proposal. May you marry me is different from will you marry me. What do you think of marriage five years from now? It's not the same thing. I need some... What do you think? I may be, I may be in a position... I may be in a position for marriage five years from now. What are your thoughts? Do, do you get it? I'm comparing you to my roommate, and perhaps I think you may be a better candidate. I mean, ladies, do you think this is a nice way of going about it? No fervency. Do, do, do you see? I mean, like, is a proposal happened in a bathroom? You know what I do? I'm in the bathroom, bathroom. Oh, by the way, would you consider? I mean, it's like you are not even serious. The settings is not even nice. Do you understand? So, in the same way, when we come to God, God wants to see fervency. That you really mean what you are praying for. Do you really want my will to be done? Not my will, but your will. Because I can read into your heart. And I see that you don't really want my will. You know, sometimes people want your opinion, but they don't want your opinion. Do, do you get it? It's like that will ask me, oh, Rev, what car should I buy? Oh, buy a Camry. Well, but you see, Camrys are this. You know, I don't think I agree with you. Okay, buy a Honda. Or I don't agree with you. Buy a Mercedes. I don't. So if you don't like my, then why did you even ask me? But you know, I have to buy a BMW because BMW is an ultimate driving machine. You see, and when you step on I4 doing the curves and overtaking, you see, you already came to me with your opinion. 
Do, do you understand? You already came. So I don't think you really want what I want to say. Do, do you get it? So God really checks. Do we really mean what we are praying about? And Elijah meant business. Jesus meant business in the, in the garden. Moses meant business when he was fighting the Amalekites. And Jacob also meant business when he wrestled with the angel. When you pray, may you also mean business. Yeah. Hallelujah. May you mean, that is what really affects your prayer life. Do you understand? Because it's the most powerful. Gabby, can you sit down, please? It's the most powerful weapon that God has given you in this life. Do, do, do you understand? It's the most powerful weapon that God. And in this life, you see, it's, it's like your joystick. And you will see that in this life, you are going to need prayers and a lot of supernatural interventions in your life. Hallelujah. Because the world is a very funny place to live. You get it? And you are going to need God's help in raising your children, in sometimes passing your exams. This exam that every day, D, 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 D. I mean, just C and then C plus, C minus. Is a, your, your resume is not nice. Your, 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 this thing is not, transcript is not nice. Do you just pray for some retentive memory. Do, do you get it? Because it's a gift that God can give you. To be even sometimes able to answer the right questions. Because even choosing the right questions to answer is also a strategy for exam. God gives you the wisdom. Hallelujah. Yeah, you're going to need prayers when four people are asking your hand, what should I choose? Martin Luther or John Luther or Abraham Luther or Abraham Lincoln? Who should I choose? <laughs> do, do you understand? Who should I choose? You are going to need prayer. Do you get it? You are going to need prayer to navigate the treachery nature of life. You, the unpredictabilities of life. Even sometimes making buying decisions. Should I buy a house here? Should I buy a house here? Should I buy a car here? Should I not buy this car? You're going to need prayer. And as a believer, you see, as a Christian, you are sort of handicapped in this world that we live in. Because this is not your world. For those whom this is their world, they know how to navigate. They know how to bribe their way, how to sleep their way, how to maneuver their way, how to corrupt their way. But for you, your thing that can change the course of this life is prayer. Because you may not give a bribe, but you can pray through certain things. Uh, hallelujah. Yeah, you may not give a bribe, but you can pray through certain things in this life. You can pray some certain blessings down. Do, do you understand? Because, you see, the world finds many ways to make money. Well, you, see, well, you see, let me tell you something. When you see rich people, don't be, don't be sad. Oh. Do you just pray that God will... You see, even if God does not make you rich, you haven't lost anything in this life. Many of us will not be rich. Many of us will have enough to live and not to lack. But to be like rich, super rich with... Bill, I mean, how many Bill Gates can we have in this world? It's mathematically not possible. Because for there to be rich people, a lot of people have to be poor. For there to be a rich country, a lot of countries have to be poor. How many people can be rich? 
So even if God does not make you a rich person, don't let that be uh, uh, a problem that your life is ended. Because yesterday, Chris Burr and I were talking, and we said, look, in this life, eh, truly, we came with nothing. And everything we have is a lease. Everything we have on this earth is a lease. Think about it. Your children, you are leasing them. They will grow and live. Spouses are leases. Being be not be around and you see what happened. Before you know, even at your funeral, people are suggestion, suggesting potential suitors, and sometimes you'll be seeing those who are crying the lot. No, you could see. It's like it's like a car rental. You finish driving it, and someone is also waiting to rent it. Your house is technically not yours. Because you leave it. Someone else will enjoy it. Someone will enjoy it. Do, do you understand? So you, we, we shouldn't live a life of grabbings and trying to grab things to, you know, that this is mine. It's only children who behave. I mean, it's like children. It's like, this is mine. It's not theirs. This is this. I mean, think about you. A lot of things even around you is it's, it's least. Your clothes, your shoes. You didn't come to this earth with them. Umi, who came on this earth wearing shoes? We'll do our call for lying right now. <laughs> do, 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 do. We, we didn't come with our shoes, our watches. And we just came, and the Bible says that having food and raiment, let us be content. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you realize that it's God's business to take care of you. As to your daily bread, you will not lose it. Do, 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 do you get what I'm saying? That I will not, Brenda, you will not lose your daily bread. Diana, God will take care of you. Is it like whatever? You say that I've never seen the righteous word begging for bread. That at least one thing I can assure you is that you have food to eat, clothes to wear, water to drink, and a place to lay your head. As to anything that happens after that, it's God's own decision and God's own choice. But at least he himself has said that word. He will never what, leave you nor forsake you. And I pray that that will give you some assurance in this life in Jesus' name. Miraculously, you will find a job. Miraculously, somebody will take care of you. Miraculously, you find your way through the college that you think you are going to drop out. Miraculously, something great would happen. If only we are also willing to accept God's provision. Because sometimes his provisions are not that glamorous. His provision sometimes might be a, a crow bringing you something. Or sometimes go to the widow from Zarephath and eat from the widow. What does a widow have? Sometimes God's ideal job for you will not be in Tampa Health. Do, do you get it? But it will be in some village behind Sarasota. You are the chief dentist there. <laughs> do, do, do you get it? You, 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 are the, you are the only dentist there that on Christmas Day, the whole village will just bring you uh, uh, turkey and the, the, the gifts. And that uh, this is the only diner. Diner is the only dentist in this town. 
Yeah, you are the only foot doctor in Bradenton. You wish you had been a foot doctor in New York or in, in Copenhagen or in, in California. But God is saying that you are going to Bradenton. Where is that? When you land in Florida, you drive four hours from the city. That is where I positioned you. That is where I'm going to feed you. That is where I am going to bless you. That is where, I've, as a doctor, you can go to listen to jazz for free. <laughs> that is a place your boss will like you. Yeah, that is where I have for you. That is where I'm also protecting your children from evil. If we are humble to receive his provisions and say that this is what the Lord... Oh, you should be able to say that, Ebenezer, this is how far the Lord has brought me. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do you get this is how far the Lord has brought me that's all I just accept it and just live and be happy and be content you see because happiness I, I don't even this is not even what I'm being preaching about you see happiness ha, thank you you see happiness eh, it, believe, it starts at the stage of contentment so the more content you are, the happier you are. Do you get it? So if I give somebody who is thirsty this bottle of water, it's very small. But for them, they are happy because it meets their expectations. Do, do you understand? Uh, they, they say that satisfaction in life is equal to Perception minus expectation. Uh huh. It's getting complicated. <laughs> do, do you get it? So if your expectation is at a certain level, or if your your perception is this high, you get, and your expectation is also bigger, you are satisfied. Do you get it? But if one of the equations is off, you see that is why people in poor countries who don't see a lot or have higher expectations are happier. Not because it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with the fact that their uh, expectation is this or this and their perception is this. So to them, it's okay. But the one who has a Camry but has been expecting a Bentley is never happy. So the wider the gap, the level of your unhappiness. Do, do you get it? So a guy who, a lady who's expecting to marry a Denzel looking like man. Do, do, do you understand? Who is six foot, muscle toned, nimble footed, six pack, Hugo Ball suits. Do, do you get it? So if such a person ends up marrying, let's say, Jack Toronto, you know, so if Denzel was here and Jack Toronto is here, throughout that person's life, their level of unhappiness is as this one. Unless they bring their perceptions down to meet their expectations. Do, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? So you must learn sometimes to bring your perceptions about life down or your expectations, whichever equation, to make sure that it's aligned with reality. Do you get it? You see, the, the moment you realize that, you see, the moment you realize that I 
Everybody in this world is living paycheck to paycheck. Even rich countries are borrowing. America is borrowing. When you realize that the world, eh, most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. When you see that, you'll not be worried. That this is life. Your daily bread, that's what you prayed for. Do you get, when you realize that the world, most people are living paycheck to paycheck. That even it's not enough. You realize that look, when the paycheck comes, you see, you thank God that it goes and even it's refilled. Some even have no refill. Thank you. <laughs> do, 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 do you understand? You have so much hope in your refill that you can even borrow money in response to the refill. <laughs> do, 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 do you get what I'm saying? And that one should make us very happy in this life. Do you get? Because if your perceptions are expectations are imbalanced, then you realize that you're always unhappy. What is, what is, why am I not happy? Oh, Mr. Sissi, tell us. You go, how come Diana is happy? How come Brenda is happy? How come this person? It's even the re, it even explains a lot of unhappiness in marriages. Do you understand? Because the expectation is high. Morning tea. Morning foot massages. Afternoon lunch. Evening dinner. Desserts. Go eating at five-star Michelin restaurants. Date nights every week. I mean, you, you have such a... Because then if the person does not come, even what is a walk? He doesn't even know what is working. And then you realize that you are so disappointed, so hurt, and then you call all your friends, and then you say, oh, can you believe that he doesn't go for walks? And then your friends are even surprised that you even consider a walk as a necessity. A walk. Is it a skill to possess to make you that unhappy? The problem is that your expectations and your perceptions are not aligned. And it causes a lot of unhappiness. But people who don't have high expectations are happy. And that is what determines the level of happiness in any country, in any family, or in any home. You could see even certain parents, they want all their children to get A's, 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 A in zoology, A in every subject. It's, and the child comes back with C. And then your whole life is torn up. But if, if you look at your life, you, 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 you. I remember music. I got an F in music. I struggled because, you see, the things that were taught practically were not things I was used to. Semi demi quivers. Hey, bass clef. And I had a friend, he could understand what a treble clef is. I couldn't even draw the thing. I mean, I just couldn't draw it. I couldn't, and then what even pissed me off was the fact that you hit a sound and the person said, oh, this is a do. So how do you know this is a do? To me, it sounds alike. And then at the end, the teacher just, I got 49 out of 100, and he just added two points and then passed me and crossed me over. <laughs> do, do, do you get it? your child is also having D in music. You saw that, look, that thing's in the genes. You see, I said that it's genetic. 
it's genetic and just move on and just see how we can help the child do, do you see how we can how can we help this child as opposed to oh my man is in town oh <laughs> sit by your wife sit by your wife yeah you, you know it's like you you, you wonder um what, what can i how can, rather think how can i help this child you know instead of creating a storm out of a subject that may not be used do you get it we learn a lot of quadratic equations Pythagoras, Pythagoras theorems Py, Pythagoras theorems and the 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 the, the, the pi r square the area of a circle you know acute angles obtuse angles what are they we go, look look at your finances how are they helping you today how are they helping you obtuse angles pi r square pythagoras theorems and newton's laws of motion i need motion on i4 you are telling me i need newton's law of motion i need a car to drive you are telling me newton's law of motion can i have a break please <laughs> <clears throat> how does it help us yeah i mean all these things we struggle with i mean how many things so, so just adjust your expectations adjust them and be happy the average is uh, the average size of a church in america is 70. that's even the maximum day <laughs> so if you have a church of 20 30 people be happy this is a church it's a church it's a church. Wow. Do, do you understand? It's, we are having church. It's not like we are waiting to get to 70 before we have a church. We've started. This is a church. Elijah is a child. You're waiting for Elijah to be 70 before you say that God has blessed you with a child? No, it's a child. Small, big, small. That's why you have to be careful of people who mock churches. How big is your church? How old are they? Whether we are 70 or 20, the preaching is the same. The quality is not changing. The praise and worship, we are not changing it. The prayers are not changing. Do, 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 we are still going on as if we are a 100-member church. Be careful people who mock churches. Is it a cell meeting or a group or an association or a fellowship or a church? Where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there. He is there in their midst. Whether we have children's church, not children's church, it's a church. Jesus told Peter, he says, feed my sheep and feed my lambs. So as I'm preaching, I'm doing both. I'm feeding the lambs and I'm feeding the sheep. It's the right thing. That's what he says we should do. Hallelujah. And it will cause you to be happy in this life. Because life will give you so many things not to be happy. It's like a child who's complaining that I share a bedroom with my sister. I share, I share a room. I'm not happy because I went to Lizzie's home and Lizzie has her own bedroom and a TV. And, and an iPhone in her room. And a tablet. And she has th four TikTok screens. And you think that is the standard? That the fact that your punishment is rather going being sent to your room and people even ask you have a room <laughs> i mean for you that is your punishment for some people is the garage <laughs> for some people is the parking lot <laughs> 
So some people, it's the kitchen. So you think it's standard to have your own, your own room? Your own room? Your own room? You have no idea. So if you don't have a room and you're complaining, I don't have my own room. I don't have my own room, so I'm not happy. Meanwhile, I talked to Emily. Emily has her own room, and she has her own iPad. Daddy, why don't I have my own room and my own iPad? That is not the regular, that is not the norm of life. The average person does not have their own room. They don't have their own phone. Many of you are going to use hand-down phones for a long time. So you have to learn to appreciate whatever the Lord has given you and say that having food and having raiment let me be with content you know recently when we were shopping for cars i was just shopping for cars and then we realized that look and we saw a handy that we wanted and people were making fun oh handy there is not the you said i was wondering if i was a ceo of a bank in ghana that is my that would be the like that is the level of car you are not getting a series i just changed my expectation if you're in a certain country if you go to korea everybody drives a handy every look you should see the president of france their car you see if you can find it the french french president's car just search for it i'll show you the president of a country's car is a renault some small car that's what the, you have a BMW, you are not happy with it. Do you understand? You have a Toyota Crown, you are not happy with it. But look at what the president of the country is driving. This is not even part of the message I plan to share with you, but I believe that the Holy Spirit wanted me to share this. You have a three bedroom house. Be content. Go to New York City. Go to New York City. Go to London. They sleep in a closet. Someone's bed. You know, one day a lady came to my house from London. Get to my, my guest room. For those of you who've been there. And she looked at the closet and said, Man, your closet for my clothing is like a second bedroom in my house. So then I will be there complaining. You know? I think I need another TV room for just TVs. I need a game room. I need a shoe room, powder room, all sort of rooms. What it is is that you have unrealistic life expectations. And you have to change it. Hallelujah. Listen, the average church is not a T.D. Jakes church. The average church is not a Stephen Fettig's church. The average church is like this one. <laughs> With people like Emmanuel, Brenda, that is church. That is church. If you go to other countries, you realize that even churches, some people don't have buildings. They, I, when I was in Hawaii, pastors preach at beaches. Yeah, tell the members, today we are meeting at Waipahu Beach by this coconut tree. That's where we are meeting. Preach powerfully, eat and go. That's it. Who come with shorts, they wear shorts to church things. This is the car, you see, go to the third one. This, I want you to see this. This is the car that the president of France. This is the president, that the president, the 
Well, I see certain countries. Look at it. That's what the president drives. Simple, clean, electric. Trying to make a statement. That's it. That's it. Meanwhile, those who don't make cars will say that this one does not fit the president of the country. No president in Africa will ride this car. Rarely. So please just adjust your expectations in life. And you are going to be a very happy person. You're going to be a very happy person. Like if you realize that people of your color are not accepted in certain circles. It doesn't mean that it's acceptable. But you just tell yourself, look. This is the reality of the ground. Let me go find my another circle and just live on my life. There are plenty of circles. Yeah, so pushing unnecessary fights. I'm go- yeah, I'm going to bring my own chair to the table. Meanwhile, today you will see that they are not needed there. Even when they are talking, they don't even look at you. Your opinions are not responded to. You just realize that, look, let me go find a place. Where I can be accepted. I said, this is the reality of life. Life, this is it. Hallelujah. I don't even know how to preach what I was going to preach today. So we're talking about fervent prayer, right? So signs that your prayers are fervent. Signs. I think I'll just give you a few, just close. Signs that your prayers are fervent. Number one is that when your posture posture determines if you are praying fervently so the bible says that elijah went to mount camel first kings 18:42 and cast himself down and his face between his knees he cast himself what down so he was crouching that is a prayer posture you see, every activity in life requires the right posture to make it work. There is a posture for sleeping. There is a posture for eating. There is a posture for relaxing. There is a posture for studying. And you sometimes you're doing something and it's not working because your posture is not right. You can even go from it. Yeah, the posture is not right. Do, do, do you understand? I'm sure if you go to the doctor's office for a dental, tooth, canal, whatever, you cannot stand. You have to lie down a certain way. That is the posture for a root canal. Do, do, do you understand? Or x-ray, whatever. So sometimes the posture for prayer is like posture for eating. So you, you don't, your body does not know if you are rather eating or even praying. Do, do you understand? It's like certain, like you, 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 you are standing in front of a fridge doing flow prayer meetings. I mean, you could, your, your posture doesn't align with what you are doing. Do you understand? If you see athletes about to run 5,000 meter races, there is a posture for, they don't kneel down. 
they stand like this. Do you get it? That's how they stand. But those 100 meters, they go down. Because you need a certain momentum to lift you up the ground, up, so you can finish the race quicker. But those 5,000, we, we are taking our time. Steady is a marathon. So you must learn to be in the right posture when you are praying. Amen. Kneeling, lying down, phone aside, uh, crouching like Elijah, walking up and down, pacing, raising your hands up, sitting and raising your hands up. All these are prayer postures. Do you understand? You cannot use a vacation day posture for prayer. I mean, it's like you come to my house and pray. I'm just lying down with a, a cigar in one hand and a drink in one hand. And I've crossed my leg watching, uh, uh, yeah, like this. Watching Super Bowl. And then I sit and praying. That is not, you are not serious. You are not serious. Your posture even betrays what you are doing. Did you get it? That is why it's important that once you're praying, you get into the right prayer posture. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, you could say that sometimes when you are praying and sleeping, you realize that the sleeping takes over the prayer. Because the posture of lying on your bed, especially on your right side, and your comforter right over you. <laughs> did, did, did you get it? Especially that comforter. <laughs> that keeps you so warm. And then when we say, are you there? Oh yeah, we are here. <laughs> Before you know, the prayer is over. And then some music is playing in the background. <laughs> because your posture gave you up. Was a sleep posture. Hallelujah. Yeah. Even when people are proposing, there's a posture they get on for to propose to their wives. There's a posture for apologies. There's a posture for respect. If you're apologizing to somebody, what do you do? You put your hands behind you. You say, look, I'm, I'm very sorry. Or you go on your knees. But you cannot apologize and be doing... You know, what I did the other time, I just want to tell you that I'm really sorry, okay? All right, peace out, yo. <laughs> peace out, yo. <laughs> I mean, is that an apology? Is that an apology? Is that an apology? But what about, if, mommy, if I come and say, oh, mommy... I'm so sorry last week I couldn't say hello to you. Please forgive me. Isn't that the right posture to be in? As opposed to doing, see you, yo. What up? I'm so sorry, man. What I did. You know, I'm so sorry. It is what it is. Look at it. Get over it. It is what it is. That is not an apology. That is not an apology. Your, your posture must support what you are doing. Hallelujah. Yeah, that is a sign that you are in fervent prayer. It shows you are serious. Because sometimes your posture shows you are not serious. Go for an interview. Be in the wrong posture and see if you get the job. You know, so, yeah, you guys want to hire me, right? All right. Yeah, actually, I saw this job on YouTube or whatever. And by the way, can, can I get a can of Coke before you tell the interviewer to go get you a can of Coke? 
this and you are so relaxed in the chair your posture just betrays you that you are not serious same when we are praying is that's why the bible says in the sun let, let my prayers rise there's something about raising my hands as what as incense do, do, do you get it it comes a time when as you pray you just raise your hands you know you just raise your hands just walking and pacing up and down in your house you know because raising of hands indicates surrender i surrender i can't solve this problem alone or kneeling or lying down or lying flat on your face on the floor you get to in in the bible jesus bible says jesus cast himself down gatsimani lay down crying and praying that is real prayer hallelujah Amen. not the type of modern prayers that we have introduced into the church did you get a modern way of praying where even as we are praying it's like drive-through prayers even as we are praying it's like we are not really into what we are doing multitasking responding to messages on facebook i think sometimes god is really dishonored if we do that well you wouldn't do that in an interview you think god is a spirit who does not he's a personal god is a person just that like he doesn't have a body like we are made in his image do you, do, do you get it yeah hallelujah you found that scripture it says that one let my prayer be set forth before thee as what incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice put your hands together for the lord hallelujah yeah so we need the right posture to pray other than that we can't pray effectively do, do, do you get what i'm saying even there's a posture for driving if you go to driving school they'll tell you your seat should be straight not too relaxed or the steering wheel this with both hands you know but over time we have developed all sorts of postures where the steering wheel is here and the seat is here and then you just sit like this and you just stretch and then you know and there is your friend what up g you know and then now the steering we don't even hold it we just use one hand you know we, we just go like that we just go like, and then we just go like that you know we, we just go like that and that's the modern postures of uh, like a cool now even people put their foot on the dashboard yeah the left foot on the dashboard and the right foot is doing all the work if you run into something you see where your feet will go <laughs> you see where your feet will go <laughs> hallelujah everybody say right posture for prayer right posture for prayer you see your posture speaks volume about the kind of prayer you are engaged in do you understand yeah so we need the right posture hallelujah and then uh the last one is i just um is inner determination hallelujah 
inner determination. Amen. What is inner determination? It's the quality of being determined. Firmness of purpose. Hallelujah. And by deciding of the outcome of something. So a determined person determines the outcome of a thing. That until he or she sees the outcome, he does not stop. Do, do you get it? Like Vladimir Putin is determined to, no one even knows what he's doing in Ukraine anyway. But I don't, he's not even a good example even to use with. Do you understand? But like if you see uh, highness hunting or wild dogs, African wild dogs hunting, they are determined to catch the prey. They don't stop. They will just go till the prey gets tired because their strength is that they can run long, like 60 miles nonstop. But other preys can't. So their, determ their determination is that tonight we are going to have dinner. No matter who, tonight we are going to. And sometimes their prey gets tired and they stop and then they pounce on it. They are determined. Determination. So you also must determine that you determine the outcome of this prayer. That the outcome of this prayer is a husband. The outcome of this prayer is a child. The outcome of this prayer is college admission to MIT. The, college admission, the, the outcome is free scholarship to Harvard College. Do you understand? So this is what I want. And until I get this thing, I'm not stopping. You need to determine, what is the outcome of this prayer? What really do you want out of it? Ask yourself. Do, do, do you get it? What really do you want? You have to, because other than that, your prayers just be doodling and just praying because we have to pray. You don't even have an expectation. Never pray without an expectation. You have an expectation. Write it on the wall. Do you understand? And that this is what you want the Lord. Because the Bible says that Faith is the substance of things what? Hopeful. So prayers should have hope for us. It can be a name. Hope for that's all. Yeah, prayers should have what are you really hoping for? The substance of things what? Hope for and the evidence not see. So you must have a hope for. Oh, are you with me, church? You must have a hope for inner determination. Like Jacob. He said, I will not let you go until what? You bless me. He had what? An inner determination. And that determination is a blessing. I will not let you. God, this is my inner determination. I heard Mike, Mike Tyson was able to predict what, floor, what round you go down in his fights. By looking at you in your eye and then see whether you are a fourth round fighter, a third round fighter, a seventh round fighter. Because he could see determination in your eyes or fear. But when he looks at you, he'll be like, he knows that you are afraid. But when he met other fighters who were not afraid of him, he couldn't beat any of them, he couldn't beat Holyfield. He couldn't beat Lenos Lewis, Bastard. Yeah, 
Because they realize that, look, these people are very determined. You're Mike Tyson. I'm also Buster Douglas. I'm also Evander Holyfield. And he met his match. By inner determination. I'm biting ears. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't fight, so he has to bite ears to, to, to get his way out. Hallelujah. We must have inner determination when we come to God. What, what, is, your, what is your want to? Yeah. One, one pastor preached, he says that, how big is your want to? How big is it? Do you even have one? Or we are just praying because they say, oh, prayer is good, or you have to pray. No, 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 no. We don't pray for praying sake. No, come on. It's, it's the Bible says that, uh, what? Um, we come to the throne room of grace that we might find hell in times of what? Ephesians 4, 16, please, if it is, find it for me. I'll show you something. God's throne room is not a place we come to hang out. There, there is no, even when I'm fellowshipping with God, there's a purpose to be close to him. Do you understand? He says that for whom, the, uh, uh, no, Hebrews, Hebrews, sorry. Do, do, do you get it? He said, you just come, oh, they say it's prayer meeting, so I've just come. What are we praying for? I don't know. You, you know, it's that for we have a high priest, go to 15, is it 15 or 16? Let us therefore, let's read this together. One, two, three, go. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, find grace to help in times of need. Hallelujah. It's not a place we just come to just browse around. Who's praying here? Who has a need? I remember there's a lady who went for prayer meetings. She didn't pray then she will hear other people's prayers and that became her gossip topics. Until now me, very sad. No, it's, it's sad, it's pathetic. We have all gone to the what? Throne room of grace. We are here to obtain, what are we here for? What are we here to do? What are we here to do? And what else? Find what else? So what, what are we here to do? Number, what we, we go to the throne to do what? Obtain mercy and find grace. Because we are in what? But as we are serious asking, you have come to just browse. What is Emmanuel praying about? You know, and record. What are they doing? Oh, they said they are praying about this. Okay. You see, I remember when we were growing up, people... Sometimes you will hear people running. But you don't know what is going on. Then you also <laughs> run. And then you ask your neighbor. Why are we? Me, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we are just running because. <laughs> yeah. You know, ask, ask, yeah. Because you see someone will take uh, uh, maybe their bag all of a sudden. And begin running, just looking up, and then everybody says, "Begin running," and they say, "Oh, they are coming." Who? They don't even know. <laughs> do, do you get it? What are you running for? Paul said, "I fight not as one who beats the air." Pray, no, we don't pray to just beat the air because, no, don't throw away your punches. Have you seen a boxer just throwing and just beating the air? No, you aim. You have an aim. 
There is a target. There is a target. I don't pray because we have to pray. They say, oh, if you pray, no, prayer should be purposeful, should be aimful, should know what you want to obtain. Because we haven't come to joke in the throne room of grace. It's not the throne room of vacations. It's not the throne room of just walking around and just wasting time. It's the throne room of grace that we may find what? Help. He says that, I therefore so run. Not as what? Uncertainly. So there shouldn't be uncertainty in your prayers. Do you get it? So fight I, not as one who beateth the air. Give us the message Bible NLT. Let's see what it says. We are about to close. Are you with me, church? Okay. Do you have this in the message Bible? Quick, 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 quick. Or oh, the NLT. All right. So I, I run straight, I pray straight to the goal with purpose. You can put it that way. And in every step, I am not like a boxer who misses his punches. I'm not, I'm not here to miss punches. Another one. I'm enjoying this scripture. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> But I'm running hard for the finish line. Prayers should have finish lines. Prayers should have what? Finish lines. I'm giving it everything I've got. Oh, I like this. Let your prayers be filled with, oh, Fiki was praying and she gave everything she's got. It shouldn't be that you're giving 10% of your life and 90% doing other things. Jesus couldn't have been praying in the garden eating grapes. You see, whilst praying, Father, if it's your will, let it be done, but not my will. Uh, Peter, pass me one grape. Eh? But, uh, hey, 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 Bartholomew, I need an apple, please. Apple, apple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, I, I. No. He gave his all in prayer. He says, I'm giving it everything what I've got. Are we going to pray well after this meeting? No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to cut napping. Telling everyone else I'm all about it and then missing it out myself. You tell people, oh, prayer is good, but you don't have an answer to your prayers. Oh, pray about it too. Oh, pray, oh, just, just pray. I'm praying for you. But for you, it's not working. Because we don't give ourselves to this whole thing called prayer. And ideally, you should be in your closet, your phone aside, your tablets aside, and just you and God alone, talking, focused, seriously, talking to him. You are better off shooting one arrow effectively than shooting a thousand with no aim and with no purpose. Hallelujah. And that is what God wants us to do. My throne room is not a place for just hanging out. I mean, imagine if Bill Gates have invited us to his room or his living room to bring our needs. Hey, I can imagine some of you, you're, you're, how many of you think you have a list? How many of you wouldn't have a list? Everybody have a list. But for you, 
She may not have a list. We just be walking around. And people will be wondering, Emmanuel, what are you doing? Do you know why we are here? We have a list. Where's your list? Oh, they say we should come. So I just came. You don't get nothing. But we come with a purpose and with a plan. Hallelujah. And that is a secret to further prayers. Come with an inner determination. And then what's the first point? Your posture. Hallelujah. Well, that's, I have so many bad things I'll end here. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Why don't you lift up your hands to the Lord? Practice praying posture. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to Him. Talk to the Lord about any need in your life. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, so God is here. Jesus is here. He's listening to needs. There are angels walking around us. There are angels amongst us answering needs and taking prayers up to God. Pray and ask. Tell him the Lord, just change the prayer. It's not good for prayer. The music. Yeah, just ask the Lord to just bless you, whatever you, your needs are, whatever you've come here with. Just ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, 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 we thank you. Oh, Masikandarabasiko, Labrandi, Vikapaya. Oh, Labrandi, Vikosamoni, Vianne, Babandarabasika, Yandabakaya. Oh, Jidalo, Yakiba, Yakosini, Yande. Oh, Father, you've taught us that body of for many of us this is our time of need we come to you with raised hands oh God with crossed bodies in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh basuka marida brandi kazimuri parada masikanda oh we thank you Lord we thank you in the name of Jesus oh we ask you Father every need that is presented here we ask for your Holy Spirit to help us Lord to help us we do not pray on certain we have a need to come before you. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, there are many needs here. There are many challenges. There are many things that people need, Lord. Lord, let your angels ascend to heaven. And Lord, bring solutions and bring answers to them. In the name of Jesus. Your word says your house is a house of prayer. May this be, O oh God, a place of prayer. A place of fervent prayers. A place of fervent prayers, Lord. A place of kneeling down and crouching and, and just laying on the ground and looking up to you, O oh Father. May our prayers rise as sweet incense, sweet incense to you. We ask, O oh God, for your Holy Spirit, Lord, the Spirit of prayer. May, O oh God, may, may we be able to pray for rain to fall and for rains to stop. May we be able to pray for things to change. May we be able to pray to change the course of nature. The course of nature. The course of nature. The course of nature. May every course of nature in our lives be reversed, Lord, which is not favorable. Father, will you remember us, O God? Our prayers rise up to you as a sweet incense. In the name of Jesus, I pray, O God, every need here, for whatever it is, Lord. Many of us have been praying for decades and for years. 
but lord could it today be a day that the heavens are opened that the heavens are open to our needs lord forgive us for the days and times that we came into your house that we were not serious the lord he came into your house the lord we didn't pray well we didn't look up to you well we didn't seek you well i pray that daddy will you remember us oh god may our prayers rise as sweet incense unto you lord may you send angels into our homes send angels oh lord with answered prayer with packages packages of answered prayer in the name of jesus i commit every need here into your hands every need here into your hands every need into your hands every need into your hands every need every need every need every need every need be answered may every need be answered lord your word says this is a time of need a time of need those who need children those who need spouses those who need healing those who need the reversal of curses those who need over breakthroughs those who need favor those who need healing those who need long life father may it rise as a sweet incense may the angels you've sent today visit us next week with many testimonies with many blessings with many opportunities with many blessings lord with many opportunities lord with many opportunities lord with many opportunities lord we look up to you oh father you are our only hope you are the joystick of life you are the only hope we have lord we can't corrupt ourselves by the world but by your power of prayer we will succeed by your favor we will succeed by your mercy we will succeed by your anointing we will succeed your word says oh god what are you mounting oh zerubbabel you shall become a plain daddy i pray that every mountain in our lives will become a plain every mountain we are facing every challenge we are facing every burden we are facing everything lord may it become a plain that we can move forward we can overcome oh we can overcome lord we can overcome in the name of jesus father remember your children may our prayers rise to you lord may our prayers rise to you oh father may our mockers be ashamed may our mockers be ashamed may you make our life so beautiful a beautiful life 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 for the next two minutes keep praying a beautiful life a beautiful life thank you for a beautiful life a beautiful life beautify our lives make our lives beautiful take away the wrinkles take away the folds of God take away the old ages of God Father revive us once again revive us once again revive us once again revive us our prayer lives of God revive our eyes of God revive Holy Spirit, we thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father, for a revived future, a revived church, a revived Christian, revived children, revived ministries, revived careers, revived jobs, revived health. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Daddy, we thank you that you've given us a place we can come in the time of need. Lord, many of us have great needs. 
needs that we can't even share with anybody. But Lord, we throw them down at your footstool. In the name of Jesus. Many are the ones who mock us and say that oh, prayer does not work. But Lord, may you confound their words. May they know that we serve a God who is a living God. He's not a theoretical God or a Bible God. He's a living God. The God who created the heavens. us with the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of Elijah who was able to change the course of events. For many of us, Lord, it's not the rain we are trying to stop, but we see the natural course of our lives need to change. And that we are praying for a reversal of any negative patterns of God, any patterns in our lives that need a change. We pray for that change. Like Elijah prayed, Elijah prayed and said, let there be no rain, Lord. We also pray that any natural cause which is not in our favor, the Father, remove it. Father, may you remove it, Lord. Remove it from the lives of our children. Family patterns, career patterns, Lord. We start jobs, we can't finish. We can't start any job, we can't finish any school. Nothing in our lives seems to be working. We take one step forward, two steps backwards. Father, change the course of these events because we know you've taught us that prayer can change the natural course of things. May the natural course in our lives be transformed in everybody's life who is gathered here, either on Zoom, in person. I pray for them. May that grace this upon this house the grace of advancement the grace of multiplicity the grace of increase the grace of abundance the grace of the anointing of the holy spirit the grace of a preacher the blessings of a prophet i pray that may that grace rest upon every child of yours every person in the safe church may that grace rest upon them may that grace rest upon us may we increase may we not be few May we be together. May the blessings of fusion be our portion. In Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. Oh, the people of God said, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord.